Hello, I'm Gary Bembridge, and this is the Marketing Unleashed podcast. The Marketing Unleashed podcast, insights, analysis, and practical advice on all things marketing to help passionate marketeers build their brands better, bigger, and faster. The podcast draws on my 30 years of global marketing experience. Join the debate and get more tips by visiting my site at www.garybembridge.com. While there, sign up for the email newsletter, follow me on Twitter, and join the Facebook page. But now, let's get unleashed on marketing. Hi, I'm Gary Bembridge, and we're back with Marketing Unleashed. I'm going to be looking on this podcast at some big social media trends that could transform your online strategy. Now, these trends are based on a talk that I saw by a chap called Patrick Saylor of Giga. And he gave a talk at a social media forum in London uh, a while back. And it's based on data. So it's not just kind of stuff he made up. It's based on their whole company analysis. And he gave a talk on social media trends and their implications for brand and company sites, digital strategy. And he raised seven things well, seven things registered with me that I thought were really important that I want to talk about um, because I do think they have a big influence on what you do from a from a, a, an online strategy. Number one point, which I think is really fascinating, is that social is taking over search. Now, what I mean by that is discovery of new sites, new content, is increasingly how people are finding sites, they're finding contact, and they're finding that by seeing what their online contacts, their friends on Facebook, people they follow on Twitter, are looking at and actively recommending. And one big trend is that many, many sites are starting to see more and more traffic coming from this than from traditional search engines like Google, Bing, etc. So what's happening is, is increasingly people are discovering things and they're sharing things, and that's how people are finding new content, new sites, new products. So I think it's a very important implication. It's really important that you have content that people will want to share and will want to recommend and make it easy for them to do so. So, for example, on all my sites, I would have social media sharing buttons so people can easily repost content without you know too much hassle but it's just interesting that sense of discovery and it is particularly interesting you know because there's so much information out there and so you know it's just so much easier to if people recommend things to you to go go and take a look at the second point is what he called life streaming people are starting to share more and more about who they are what they're doing and when they're doing it through social tools. I mean, they're literally, as he said it, streaming their life in real time. You know, they're posting on Twitter on the go. They're putting stuff on Facebook, uh, pinning stuff, whatever. And it's very interesting that people are literally streaming their lives. And I know people that I would follow on Facebook or Twitter, I kind of know what they're up to, know what they're doing. And I think it's a really important implication because... If you think about it from a brand perspective, you need to think about how do you design your site, how do you design your content that's informed by this and delivered at the relevant time. So now you know where people are, so you can deliver stuff which is relevant to them. You know where they're going, you know what they're doing. And so you actually can, there's a, there's a real opportunity to think about content which is geared towards this and also being delivered at the right time. So that's live streaming. The third big trend is, and again, this is a very important one, is people are bringing their real identity online. 
Now, if you think about it, people used to hide behind fake personas. You'd have in chat rooms, you'd call yourself Big One Nine or, or Dodgy Dave or whatever. But so you used to hide behind fake personas or you'd even have email addresses that people couldn't really understand. But now, through things like Facebook, uh, even to less degree Twitter, they're actually exposing their real identities and their real information online. They're, they're not hiding anymore because they are being themselves. Gary Bembridge is Gary Bembridge on, online. And it's very important because not only is people being more real, but also the implication is you can now better tailor and target content because now you are able to understand who they are and what they're interested in. And that's very interesting because you know nowadays you can get people to sign on to your sites uh, with a Facebook or you can get them to sign on with a Twitter ID. And there's a lot of information that comes with that that helps you to, to better tailor and target. And that's what people are expecting, which is point number four. Users want personalized social-based experiences. Link to the above, you know, people are being who they are. They've got their real interests, their realness. And so they're expecting much more targeted, much more personal experience that addresses what they're interested in. So like I mentioned as an implication, you know, many sites now will ask you to sign in using one of your social profiles like Facebook or Twitter. And it's important, I think, that sites do this because it provides information that lets you tailor experiences and content better without <clears throat> expecting people to have to go through and, and, and re-kind of expose themselves, if you like. The other thing which is very important, which is trend number five, is users want to interact with friends wherever they are online. Wherever they are online. So people, by nature, are social animals. They like to interact with their friends. They like to link with others that share interests or they have affiliations with. And they're expecting this because that's what's happening now on Twitter, on Facebook, etc., etc., even on Pin, you know, Pinterest or Pinterest. I don't even know how to pronounce that one. You know, that's what people expect. You go online, you expect to interact with people that you have the same interests on or, or your friends. So there's a very important implication because people are getting used to doing that. So sites need to provide the ability to enable this. So you need to add the ability for users to invite their friends into chat or interact on the site in real time or, or share stuff because people are expecting much more interaction than a passive experience. Point number six, it's all about influencers. Not everyone is equal online. It's basically the premise. So some people are more influential because they have bigger networks or they have more influence and sites like Clout or Cred are trying to measure this. And on my blog, I've written quite a lot about influencers and the importance of influencers and the difference between influencers and advocates. And I'd encourage you to go and read that. And in fact, on this podcast, I'll, uh, in some future episodes, I'll, I'll, I'll spend some time talking about that as well. But not everyone's equal online. You are some people that have huge, you know, huge networks who can get messages out. So what's important is brands and sites need to think about how do I attract, how do I find ways to get the more influential online users to be connected and to recommend and help drive my users. Because, you know, people, influencers have a huge network of people they can possibly get your message out to. And I'll talk more in future episodes about the difference between an influencer and an advocate. If you want to find out more, you can go and visit the site at www.garybembridge.com and search influencers or advocates and, 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 and see how I've explored that there. But basically, it's important to remember, not everyone's equal. There are people 
who have influence that you kind of want to attract and engage with your site. Number seven is gamification. Social gamification drives engagement. And basically what the point there is, you know, users are increasingly engaging with your site. Uh, they're giving you more content, you know, so use of games can, can help a huge deal. So, you know, Facebook found when games like Angry Birds came as an app on the site, people loved it. They were engaged. They spent more time. They got really involved. Foursquare, those of you who've heard of Foursquare, you know, where you check in to a particular place and you get points and, and, and you can get various benefits and, and, and things um, based on the mayor or deals or whatever. Facebook enables you to also check in and, and do that. So the sense of how do you game, you know, how do you add these kind of games and things which get people to spend more time, get more engaged? And I think what's interesting is, and I mentioned that a lot of these trends were based on data, but Patrick <clears throat> spoke about some of their clients they'd worked with and said, look, you know, and some of the data they'd got. Sites and brands that were building on these factors have seen some remarkable results. So I'll just give you a couple of results. I think I've got three here. Sites that were using social network signups, so in other words, getting people to actually log on to the site and, and uh, register using either their Facebook or Twitter logon, they saw on average an increase of 23% in registrations for that site. Because it was just so much easier, because you just, you know, you have a button, you click and you, and you register. But a 23% in registrations, which is, which is dramatic. But also importantly, is once users had logged on with their social networks, they spent on average 52% more time on the site because they're getting a better and more personalized experience. So it's more relevant. So, so they sign on with your Twitter, their Facebook, you have the data, which helps you personalize. They spend more time. It's kind of logical, but also, which is also logical. The next point is that people who logged in with their social networks on average viewed 179% more pages again, because they're more engaged. They're more interested. You were delivering the right kind of things. So there's some very interesting trends, and obviously they're all kind of a little bit interlinked, but I'll just go through them again. Social is taking over search. So people are increasingly finding out things through recommendations, cross-postings, live stream. People are sharing more about what they're doing when they're doing it. They're bringing their real identity online, So and they're expecting more personalized experiences, which you can do because you now have that information. People are looking to interact much more, so you need to think about how do you enable them to interact. But you also need to think about influencers because you need to think about who are the people who have clout, who are the people who can really get your message out. And that sense of connecting people through kind of gamification of some kind to get them more engaged. So those are seven big trends. They're accelerating, they're getting more and more important, and they are likely to play a big role as you think about your digital strategy. So hopefully that's helped. Until next time, Here's to great marketing. Remember, if you get a chance when you're next on iTunes, uh, leave a comment and some ratings would be great. Take care. That was the Marketing Unleashed podcast. Insights, analysis, and practical advice on all things marketing. Please visit my site at www.garybembridge.com for more. While there, subscribe to the newsletter, follow me on Twitter, and join the Facebook page. And next time you're on iTunes, I would really appreciate it if you could rate and comment on the podcast. So until next time, here's to great marketing.